0: Welcome to the Essay for FA's Retirement Advisor Podcast, a series that addresses issues of importance to financial advisors when dealing with the preeminent issue on their clients' minds, namely their desire for financial independence. I'm your host, Gil Weinrich of Seeking Alpha, and today I will share some ruminations on the topic of early retirement, occasioned by the revelations of an early retiree whose first two years didn't fully match his expectations. Okay, I'm a bit behind in my reading, but a MarketWatch article from November bore the following irresistible title, quote, nearly two years into early retirement, here's all that I've gotten wrong, end quote. I've found this to be a promising investment in time since life provides several opportunities to learn things, and the least good way is from your own mistakes. With that perspective, I read the article by Chris Mamula, known for his book and blog on early retirement. I will note his observations on what didn't work out as intended, and then I'll offer my thoughts on what we can all take away from this. Mamula, who retired at age 41 from his career as a physical therapist, identifies three things he and his wife got wrong. First was that he found he had dramatically changed his plan. His intention was to do casual part-time work or itinerant physical therapy to ease into retirement life. But after pitching a book on retirement and then offering to partner with a retirement blogger keeping up content on the site, he found that he was working much more and earning much less than his original plan called for. The second thing that went awry was the couple's housing budget. The retirement they had planned called for stopping saving, but not yet drawing down their investments for the first few years. Selling their home without a broker netted them $15,000 they didn't expect, but renovating their downsized home cost them $30,000 they hadn't anticipated, for a net loss of $15,000 that had to come out of their investments. The third root awakening came from unanticipated costs to pursue hobbies and other lifestyle issues. They were planning on doing a lot of mountain climbing after their move to Utah, but Mamula's wife's hand injury drove them to pursue mountain biking and running. That meant getting a mountain bike and running spikes for his wife, while the free mountain bike a friend gave him cost something like $1,000 in repairs and maintenance. After the couple's young daughter enjoyed planting a tree at school, their encouraging parents took up growing some of their own food, a rewarding experience for the family, but a hobby that proved costly. Humbled by these setbacks, Mamula's main conclusion is how hard it is to make predictions. He even quotes author Nassim Taleb on Black Swans, how hard it is to make economic and political forecasts, and most surprisingly and pertinently, how hard it is to make personal ones. I've linked the article to my Seeking Alpha page for your edification and amusement, and will herewith add my own thoughts. First, while I get the temptation, I would even say yearning, that people have to not be constrained by work, or at least working for the man as the urban lingo has it. The fact of life that these early retirees no doubt have come to appreciate is that we have not just material needs, but material aspirations that change as circumstances change. I totally get that early retirement devotees are budgeting fiends who watch every penny and are willing to do with less, but that sort of thinking goes out the window when you have children. Mamula's young daughter was interested in planting things, and what parent can resist encouraging the interests of their children? If his still young daughter evolves to take an interest in harp, like my already grown-up daughter has, just wait until you need to figure out how to obtain first a Celtic harp, and then, as years worth of expensive lessons progress, a pedal harp. We so often discuss the need to restrain spending during one's living years in order to have enough for retirement that may last 30 years, but there is reason to question the wisdom of restraining spending during child-rearing in order to afford a 50-year retirement. As things normally work, the drive to provide for children is one of the things that impels people to advance in their careers and not to end them prematurely. Now, I'm not taking a personal shot at the author, I can't judge him, and besides, he has clearly achieved some promising successes via his book and blog and his new career as a retirement lifestyle commentator. But since we can't assume everyone who retires early will be so fortunate, I come now to my second point concerning work. Mamula's early retirement was marked by a lot more work than planned and a lot less income, but he's a long-term planner working in a burgeoning area and will probably do fine in the end, if not already but many people who dream of letting go of their jobs find that they end up doing similar work just for much less pay. Sometimes that trade-off is worth it, as when job stress threatens one's health. But people who retire early should think critically about what their new work arrangement will mean in terms of how much effort they will make working, how much effort in finding work if they freelance, and how much income they are likely to generate. Finally, Mamula's main conclusion, and a thoughtful one it was, was the difficulty of predicting even personal needs, even in the short-term future. He's right about that. Talk with enough retirees, and one finds that there is no consensus on how wonderful it is. Some are beyond bored. Some experience an increase in marital conflict. Many, perhaps most, wish they had a higher income. And that brings me to my main conclusion, which is that the quality of one's retirement rides on how well one is prepared. Like any major life event, preparation is key. But for something as major as retirement, it is hard to be prepared when you've not experienced enough of life to really know what you need. As an analogy, replace the word retirement with Rex, that being the name of the dog you've always dreamed of owning. You finally bring Rex home, and he soils your new carpet, since he's not yet house-trained. He needs to go out on eight walks a day. He's got a taste for the more expensive dog foods. Sometimes, he needs to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night you're completely dissatisfied with the role you now have to fulfill. Maybe the reason is that you got Rex at the wrong time, when your kids were too young to help take care of him or no longer living at home. But under other circumstances, Rex provides wonderful companionship, non-stop laughter, and is a joy for the whole family. As it is with Rex, so it is with retirement. Under the right circumstances and timing, it can be awesome. Thanks for listening. If you found this podcast of value, consider passing it on to one other advisor. Also feel free to contact me at gill at seekingalpha.com with any feedback. This is Seeking Alpha's Gil Weinrich.